Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. Thank you for listening to one of our great messages. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. You know, in life, and especially in your life as a Christian, our whole life's governed by principles. In fact, it's even though the Bible says that, you know, we're free from the law, which is the old the Jewish standard of, of living with God and we're under grace now. There are certain principles that work in our lives to cause us to have victory. And the Bible says that, you know, it says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And if we don't know these principles and we don't apply them to our life, then we're missing out on what God has for us. In the Old Testament, I mean, in the New Testament of Mark, chapter 4 he talks about something he he gives a Jesus this is Jesus speaking he gives a an analogy well in fact it's more than analogy he tells us what the kingdom of God is like in Mark chapter 4 verse 26 it says this And he said, this is Jesus, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow and he himself does not know how for the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, then after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. So he's saying that the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. The kingdom of God is representative of something that every person in that time frame would know. 80 to 90% of all people in that time frame were subsistence farmers. They grew barley, they grew wheat, they grew olives, they grew a few melons, they grew lots of figs. So that was their main staple of diet. So everyone knew about sowing and reaping. Everyone. Everyone normally had an olive tree, and on the olive tree they had a vine. So everyone understood the principle of sowing and reaping. So Jesus spoke to the people that time under a context which they understood, and that was agriculture. So let's bring it forward to today. Our lives in the kingdom of God. The principle of sowing and reaping. As Jesus said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. Let's go to another thing. Let's go to Philippians chapter 4, verse 14. It says this, Nevertheless, you have done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I'm 
full. I have, and having received from Euphrodites the thing sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's forward that next to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, this is just backing up the principle here twice. This I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Let that sink in for a second. Just let that sink in for a second. Here's a principle. The Word of God says, He who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, but he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. A farmer goes to the field. He gets his sewing machine, and today's the big old tractors and the huge planters they have, and they go out and they put the seed in the hopper and they plough the field, then they let it sit and they plough it again, then they put the seed in it and they go. They lay out acres or hundreds of acres of wheat or whatever they're sowing. What do they expect to happen? They expect the seed to grow. They expect it because they know, as in the Word of God says in Mark, they plant the seed in the ground, they go to sleep, they wake up, and the seed sprouts. We have a principle in our lives of sowing and reaping. And that principle goes for a number of things. In this case, we're talking about giving. So he who so sparingly will reap sparingly. He who sows bountifully will reap bountifully. So let each one give as he purpose in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. So today, as you give, I just want to challenge you. Let's start to get a revelation of what that Scripture is saying. This is what I do. I'll just show you what I do. You know, the Bible also talks about our mouth being sowing seeds, right? So our mouth sow seeds in the ground of our life. So as we speak our words, and especially as we speak the Word of God over our life, it is sowing seeds into our life to which the seeds will produce a crop. So today, as you contemplate what you are saying over your life, think about the seeds that you are planting in your world. As you speak the Word of God over your life, you are speaking seeds of victory, seeds of victory over your circumstances, over your finances, over every area of your life. Jesus said, I will lead you into victory. And this area is no different to every area of our life. Jesus has a seed of victory in the Word of God to lead you into victory in this area. And it's a principle. As we give, the Bible says we shall sow. As we give, we shall sow. As you give sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. But as you give bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. It's not something that's uh, for necessarily for the church's benefit, although the church does benefit from it. But the Bible says, I seek. This is in Philippians. Go back. I, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit 
that abounds to your account. I stand at home. This is what I do. I personalize that scripture in 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, especially starting from the halfway through. And it says, And God is able to make all grace abound towards me, that I, having all sufficiency in all things, may have an abundance for every good work. In your life, as you give, you've set a principle. As soon as you give, out of cheerfulness, out of faith, out of decision, you have planted a seed in your ground that will grow and bring forth a harvest. But don't let your tongue cut down the harvest before it's fully grown. Sow with your mouth the word of faith over that harvest and it will grow. It will produce a harvest. And the Bible says, and you will have all sufficiency in all things and have an abundance for every good work. That's God's will. He wants you to have sufficiency in your life and an abundance to go out and give to people, to be a blessing to people, to go to people's worlds and say, man, I just believe God wants to bless you. There's a hundred bucks. There's 200 bucks. There's a thousand bucks. I want to bless you out of the abundance that God brings into your world. He wants you to release that. He wants you to release that into people's lives. Release that. Be kind. Be generous. Be a doer of the Word, not just a hearer only. Do it. Just give. See, God can't get things into your world until you first release things out of your world. It's a seed thing. A a farmer can't harvest a crop until he first sows the seed. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you, that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. And God, and my God, your God, is able to make all grace abound towards you. He's able, He's not bound. He's able to release grace for you that you always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. Hallelujah. Woo! How awesome is that? Our God has set you in a place of victory. If we would follow the principles of sowing and reaping, as we would sow the words of faith over that harvest, we will see the harvest. Determine in your life. Don't give up. Don't let your mouth stop your harvest from coming. It is coming because He promised it. Not me, He. Jesus said, the kingdom of God is for man to get a seed on the ground. So as you give, you have confidence that you've done what God has asked. And as you confess, you sow the seeds of victory over that crop. Amen. Isn't that good? Woo! I'm excited. That's awesome. So just before we take up our giving this morning, let's just pray. Let's pray that Word of God over our crop right now. As you take your seed in your hand and you sow it into the ground, let's confess this Word over it. Let's, as we go home, speak. Go home to your rooms at night and speak that Word over your life. 
speak the words of God over your harvest and don't let your mouth chop it down before it's fully grown. Don't let your tongue take away from the fullness of the harvest God has for you. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.